Hey, what's up, you guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Journey with Josina. I am your host, Josina P, and this is episode number seven. Today is August 15th, which I'll probably be posting this on the 16th, just depending, timing, so on and so forth. But first of all, I want to apologize for taking a long break from posting on the podcast. Um, It was unintentionally, just a lot of things have happened, so... For those of you who may not know, my son's birthday is July 1st, and then my birthday is July 26th. I also had a new collection drop for my small business, which is Soy La Boss. And if you guys um, heard the last episode, which is episode number six, I talk about my mental health. I give you guys a mental health update, and I talk about my business. So... If you didn't catch that, I highly recommend you guys tune into that. But um, for the most part, I do prioritize my mental health. So if I need a break, I will unapologetically do so for myself. Um, And so July was just a a busy month overall. It was emotional for me to know that my son was turning two years old. It was emotional for me to... This birthday was just one for the books and I will specifically dedicate an episode talking about like my experience with this specific birthday. Um, But again, I also had a collection drop. So that just also required more of my attention. For those of you who don't know, I also have a full-time job. I have a small business. I have a toddler. And for the most part, I am a single mom with a supportive father of my son he's um highly involved with sebastian so i have a lot of help from him um thankfully but anyways today i will be talking about my experience with leaving laredo texas which is my hometown that's where i was born and raised i grew up i really knew nothing about any other maybe Houston we traveled because we had family there but we really didn't travel much so all i knew was laredo um and Honestly, it was like not a luxury city. You go and you're not really going to find. That's not a place where people go and take vacations for. That's how I describe it. I'm going to pull up a couple of responses because on Instagram I posted. How would you describe Laredo, Texas to someone who's never been? Um, Because for those of you who do not know, I... Like I said, I lived in Laredo my entire life, but August 2015, I was already 21 years old um, when I moved and I moved to Dallas, Texas. So I have a couple of listeners who I've met um, in Dallas and I now live in San Antonio and I'll kind of talk about like the whole journey. Again, this is my own journey and I hope you guys enjoy this episode so if you guys are from Laredo if you guys are from Dallas if you guys are from San Antonio wherever you guys are from take a minute right now to pause take a screenshot of the podcast and tag me and let me know where you're from where we met anything um because like I said I was born and raised in Laredo Texas and I moved when I was 21 years old which was August 2015 So I'm going to pause real quick and I'm going to read you guys a couple of responses because I thought they were hilarious and some were very nice to to read. So and shout out to Joyce. She said it's a small town. Everybody knows everybody. 
it's close-minded but it's growing and that's usually what i say and i completely agree with that to be very very honest um lucy said um bozo um straight up it sucks this is from another person uh i got two responses that said hot um and then i got another response from jackie shout out jackie she said laredo is the mexican american predatory we're really not mexican but really not american that is funny okay now i'm gonna go on to facebook so if you guys are from these platforms let me know so with facebook i did i posted the same thing and i got a couple of responses which i loved and i want to go ahead and share with you guys um i have nicole who said it's not worth it unless you're looking for trouble <laughs> and i've heard that before i've heard that before from like a couple of people i have uh Lichita, which is my my prima she said my beloved borderlands oh my god i have so many poems and i can't summarize it here but for me it is home it is always love i always i will always love laredo because that's where my community raised me and i love that she shares so many poems you guys i highly recommend you guys follow lichita on instagram and if you give me a minute i'll go ahead and pull her instagram handle I also have, so her Instagram handle is Dr. Dr. Lichita, L-I-C-H-I-T-A. Shout out to Lichita. She does amazing poems. Really, really beautiful, you guys. Highly recommend you guys follow her. We have Selena. Shout out Selena who said, same. I have seen 16 countries and nothing compares to translanguaging. Yes, I feel bad about it because we have been educated to hate it. But once you submerge yourself in that knowledge, sabes que piensas únicamente. Nadie lo puede igualar. Somos chingones por ser hijos de la frontera. And I honestly feel lucky about it. And I love that. Uh, we have my tia Cindy who said it's hot. Uh, shout out Jackie who said, I would say it's a close knit community. You have your good and you have your bad, but everyone always helps everyone. She says, I hate when people say Laredo is so bad, but it's not. Yes, most people are close minded, but at the end of the day, someone's always willing to give out a helping hand whenever it's needed. And that is very true. I agree. I agree with that. We have a shout out Clara who said it's all right, but I don't go outside. Would it? No. <laughs> okay. And to be honest with you guys, I may not be the type of person to sit here and say how Laredo is because I have not lived there in like seven years. So I moved, I moved out of my parents' home, which I moved out of Laredo when, uh, when I was 21 years old. It was August 2015. And it didn't really occur to me to move out of the city until maybe like a couple months before I actually did. I really didn't even have like, and again, this is only my perspective. I didn't really have like an idea of what I would do with my future, to be completely honest with you. I didn't think of what that looked like for me. It, and in my mind, I just always thought it'd be like the way I saw so many families around me growing up in the community, like the carnazadas, you know, getting your own home, having just a job to pay your bills, to be completely honest with you. Again, this is only only my experience, but um, I struggled getting a job in Laredo. 
and I felt like I did really good in school again it's really hard when you're applying for the first time because you don't have that experience in a lot of places obviously to require experience but for me it was really hard so for the main the main reason me leaving was me realizing that I had to do something for myself to to have a, a, a life for myself it was me realizing what I'm going to do with my life and to be honest with you I, I just didn't see what I envisioned in my mind wasn't what I saw around me in Laredo and not to bash Laredo I, I love my hometown I go and I when I go I enjoy it and I love to see the 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 people that I grew up with I love to see my family which is the main reason that I go um because I have so many family and friends um I mean even for my son's birthday we had we went down to Laredo because again we have a lot of my family and friends there and I love that place I don't I don't ever bash so there's that that energy is not here but the reason for me leaving was because like I said like I wanted to have a good nice place I wanted to just honestly start fresh and I wanted um to have a I wanted I know for me for me personally my environment has everything to do with the way that I move like my my environment will either inspire me and motivate me and or it would drain me and it would kind of like you know change my energy and I know that and that's that is why I am very particular about my apartment because I decorated how I want I have it clean all the time I set my preference and I set the mood and I set the energy and I make sure that I feel inspired that it is a place that makes me feel nice and because I know that my environment sets the tone with the way that I move I don't know if that's just me but where um where I was at with this mindset was that I again back in 2015 I was living with my mom um and I loved you know living at home there's nothing wrong with living at home I helped out you know financially and I supported my mom my mom was a single mom for the long for the longest time so me leaving and I have also three younger sisters it just felt like no like I'm a big part of this family like I don't want to leave like obviously my family was a part of my identity but for me I knew I needed to change my life I knew I needed to do something for myself I knew that I needed to create a life for myself because I was already 21 years old so I need to get get it going you know and I start. I guess you can say that I started thinking about this like mid mid 20s because it took me a couple months of planning originally I was going to be moving to San Antonio but um I actually met my now father of my child Valentin and we became friends and we decided to like take the journey together of moving in together and seeing what would happen and honestly I don't regret it one bit because my son came about it and I love 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 the DFW so when I moved I moved to Dallas Fort Worth area so Dallas Fort Worth is a huge city um they're about maybe like 30 45 minutes apart and you have so many cities in between i remember my friends being like where are you at all the time because in snapchat like i would post a lot on snapchat and i would 
always like in the i'm sure you guys know like on snapchat you can scroll and it'll tell you like what city you're in and there's so many freaking cities in between dallas fort worth so we moved in when we first moved in we lived in Eulis, texas which is pretty city cute it's a cute little city and there's something you guys when i left laredo and when i drove the streets of like the dallas fort worth area there was something about like a fresh smell of like a, a breath of fresh air like just being in a big city it was scary like because i remember first getting there um obviously i got there on a i want to say a wednesday i took like maybe a day or two to like unpack and then i started like literally immediately like friday i think i started or no wednesday i started um i got there on a weekend and then wednesday i started applying for jobs and going on interviews um i landed my job on a friday so i literally got hired on a friday and i was going to start on a monday i was not even there for a whole week and i already had a job and that was my that was my intention like i was not there to just it's just in me to not just sit around lounge and no i wanted to get to work i wanted to step into the field that i had studied for i was ready you guys and so leaving for me was kind of hard because i was literally living everything my family my life everything that i knew the only thing that i knew because again i wasn't one to ever travel as a kid so all i knew was texas um especially the radio i mean that's all i knew so i really didn't know what to expect but i was so excited just to start my life and like have control over or having a feeling that i had control over my life because i was making the moves i was calling the shots i it was up to me to get up and to do things for myself so i was really excited to move so again the main reason was job opportunity and just like to create a life for myself um to be completely honest with you it could just be me but for me i feel like laredo has it is a very close-minded community they have a tendency to gossip and judge which is not something that is very healthy for you so for me i just wanted to go away from that like to be honest with you i didn't want to deal with anybody i wanted to actually i wanted to unintentionally kind of like isolate myself start fresh and do me without the reminder of like this is who you are because at the end of the day like i wanted to create a new version of myself and i felt like i couldn't do it with people constantly reminding me of who i was in the past if that makes sense um so <clears throat> i did have a couple of questions um they asked what was the toughest challenge when i moved and one of the toughest things was like driving like the driving thing i always had to put on gps it was different to have to drive like long distance when i first moved to the dfw area we lived again we lived in ulis and my first job was in forward so i literally had to drive like 30 to 45 minutes on average every single day to get to my workplace and i worked in this in this um medical office for a little bit over a year um which was crazy you guys like i loved it i loved meeting different cultures different races i had six different doctors which were different 
different cultures, different religions. It was beautiful to to like just take in all the different, the different and unique, different. Like it was so beautiful to be honest with you for me, um, which was like one of the most beautiful things I had ever experienced is just diversity and other cultures for me was the most beautiful thing um but it was also a challenge because I was very bilingual like in a in a sense where I spoke Spanglish like I had to <laughs> sorry you guys I had to stop myself because when I would have conversations with people that I worked with I was literally throwing in Spanish words and unintentionally and I didn't even realize it and they would stop me and they would ask me like wait what did you say what was that word that one word because I was really like just speaking mocha and I mean I love it I think it's something that is it, it's it's a beautiful thing to do however like when you're working in the medical field it's a professional environment and I was having trying to have like good conversations with these people I had to make sure that I was also being like conscious and aware that they don't speak Spanish so that was a, a big thing for me because I was a very speaking Spanish like everywhere and edit like unintentionally and it would just happen and a lot of these people didn't speak Spanish so I had to be conscious of that and catch myself um but I did experience like my first my first racism like experience was at this medical office um my boss at the time shout out to my boss at the time who stuck up for me but it was something that I just never would have thought would have happened to me but I'll you know I'll take I'll tell you guys a story so what happened was that at the time I became basically like the head biller within like six seven months um it was such a it's it, it it's a flex because I had to learn how to do like salary. I had to I would go to the bank and do like deposits at the end of the of the day. I would at the end of the month like have a meeting with all the doctors and kind of like go over numbers and so on and so forth. So I I'm very like it is a big flex to to say that like when you're thrown into a position and when you feel like you're not ready, you are challenged to like learn so many things. So. That's what happened in that case. And so at, at the end of the day, I was a head filler at the moment. So basically, I would make sure that we would verify the patient's insurance. And I worked for a neurologist office with six different physicians. So we would call our patients a day before. We would remind them of their appointment. We would let them know if they had, if they had any out-of-pocket cost that they would expect coming in and I remember this specific patient um, had a workers compensation case so she got injured at the job and she had her workers compensation through her employer pay her visits because she was injured however we let her know and I'm not sure if she took the call or if we had to leave her voicemail but we let her know that basically her insurance her workers compensation insurance was not um, accepting her or we're, we're not paying her visits anymore so what we had to do was let her know that we would see her and we would try to file an appeal but at this point they're not paying so we would have to have a conversation of her starting to pay the bills because she did have an injury she did she was needing to be seen but like i said um when your insurance isn't paying we have to obviously let you know that it's something that you might be responsible for and that we can appeal and we can you know dispute so on and so forth um she came into the office and she was getting checked in 
and i'm assuming that you know the ch- the check-in ladies were letting her know like hey this is you know what our biller has told us we left you a voicemail and she got offended she's like no i would like to talk to this person because they should be paying so on and so forth which is completely valid you guys you have a- any patient has the ability and has the right to do so you know to to speak to someone above um to see what the case may be so that was my position i came out and i wanted to talk to her so that way we can kind of go over her situation and see what we can do for her and get her questions answered of course but when she saw me she said oh no and that, oh actually you guys i had spoken to her over the phone so i actually had this conversation with her over the phone so when she saw me she said oh when she got there she said she wanted to talk to me again i was a head builder this is the only i guess thing that stuck in her mind so when i came out she's like oh no 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 no, i didn't talk to she said specifically she said oh no no i didn't talk to no mexican i need to talk to the head builder i had already spoken to her not even knowing that it was me the entire time but again looks and voices are deceiving so on and so forth so when she saw me she's like no no no, i'm not talking to you like i need to talk to the person in charge i guess she didn't believe that i was a person in charge who knows so at the time my boss comes out of his office because he hears her and he you know thankfully you know stuck up for me i didn't know he, i didn't even know how to react at that moment to be honest with you because like i was not offended but in a way i was like dang this girl really just like kind of discriminated my voice over my looks and I'm, she sees me she's treating me differently it was um felt kind of weird but i didn't honestly didn't think anything of it my boss immediately told her this is the person that you are going to speak to but before you do you're going to give her an apology and if you cannot give her an apology then you know you're we're not going to have this conversation until you do so so he you know told her she needed to apologize and that was honestly my first experience with having a person discriminate me or have like that experience but other than that like i loved everybody that i met it was such a awesome experience i had someone i had a friend who was from hawaii i had a friend who like grew up and lived there in fort worth texas and just people from different places minnesota like and it was nice to it was it's nice to have had the privilege and honor to like meet so many different people because it was so nice to see that like we have so much in common so that was honestly a beautiful thing to have to go to a place where there's so much diversity because i had never seen that growing up but um going into the questions i had um so shout out to i had crystal who asked a couple questions joyce and i had anna joe who had a couple questions um we had Maria, we had um, my sister who also asked a couple questions on this specific experience on me leaving Laredo. So they did ask, was it hard being away from family? So it definitely was. I missed, so I am the oldest of, I have three younger sisters of four girls, we're all girls. And then obviously my mom, my mom's a single mom. So we grew up in a little environment where we're just like all girls. We have those times where we like vent. we have our moments where we're very emotional and only we know how to deal with those emotions. So of course, like it was hard being away from family, definitely. But I honestly talked to my, the first year of me living away, I talked to my mom like every day. Um, I would talk to my sisters. They were never, I mean, we always spoke. Like, that never, ever changed. 
the next question was what have i learned from being away so i have learned that we that i was very close-minded being in laredo i was i didn't know much i didn't know how to I, I really didn't know much and I'm so glad that I left because I was able to learn about different cultures and how that's very, very important. And I'm so, so glad that even my son was able to grow up because my son was born in Bedford, which is a little city. It's called H-E-B. It's called Hearst Eunice Bedford. It's a little area. And it's funny because growing up in Laredo, H-E-B is literally like a store. So yeah, it was funny. But anyways, yeah, he, he grew up there and I didn't leave. I lived there for six years. I didn't leave till October of 2020, which is when I moved to San Antonio, Texas. Um, and I live here now and I, and I love it. There's obviously we're under COVID. So there isn't much that I've been able to do to explore the city. I've been very scared to even go out so on and so forth. But I have, I have experienced a little bit here and there of the city and I love it. I think it's beautiful. I see myself being here maybe for another three or four years and I wouldn't even mind going back to Dallas because there's so much that I didn't explore. So one of the, like I said, one of the challenges was just driving around, like, driving around and if we wanted to go out we had to be very cautious about that like either get an uber or just one either one or the other drink have a sober designated driver um but it was nice to experience a different city because the vibe is so different like going back to the whole like mentality of being around close-minded people i swear like nobody cares what you're wearing what color your hair is what color your nails are how long your toes are nobody gives a damn about what who you about how your appearance is like in the big cities which was dallas fort worth area um it was so nice and people embrace those like uniquenesses of others it's so beautiful and when you go to laredo like people actually like give you the look or you feel like left out because everybody is close-minded to be honest with you and they will judge and they're very judgy that's the way that i feel even till this day if i go and i wear like a little two-piece set yes i wear like high-waisted sports bra sets and i show my tummy and i have i have stretch marks i don't give a fuck like i wear it i don't give a fuck but in laredo i'll get those looks like why are you wearing that or like i just get those looks of that it just it should it's not right or so on and so forth i've i've know i have mentioned this before um and it happened like not too long ago when i went for my son's birthday I, w- I went out to buy a couple of things like cokes and chips and so on and so forth and i was wearing like a little two-piece set and i n- no fire like i always get those looks but another question um was how has it changed me has it changed me to move um i think it has and it hasn't i mean anything will change you anything will change you you are a person who evolves every single day um so in a sense where it has changed me i'm more mindful and more conscious of other people's experiences of other people's places i know that i can be an allied for some others because i know that like there has been conversations especially with the whole like blm movement that happened not too long ago i know that i can be a better allied for people who might not feel like their voices are being heard or like their their thought process is not being being 
like I have compassion, more compassion, I guess you can say. So of course it's changed me, but anything would change you. I hope that if I would have been Naruto, I hope that I would evolved, that I would have evolved into this person that I am today because but either way, like I don't take away from what my hometown has done for me, but I also don't take away from what like DFW has done for me growing up from leaving my my mom's house that was like my independency moment like growing growing up feeling like this is this is it this is what I have to do I have to move out of my parents house and do something for myself so definitely um another question was would I go back to live in my hometown I don't know that I don't know if I would have got if I were to move back down there I would obviously have to make sure that I have that my financial situation is is in the best condition that it can be in i work for a very awesome beautiful company i've worked for this company for almost going on six years you guys so i've literally only had two jobs since i've left laredo um but got myself into a nice company that has medical benefits also they prioritize mental health so we have like every other month we have like well-being check-ins and it's an entire like hour where we talk about we either hear someone else's story we have some sort of like therapist psychiatrist come and give us a speech and have like it's really really nice i love where i work and i love in the financial stability that i have come to especially now being a single mom um like i said i would have to make sure that my financial situation is taken care of because when i did live live in the riddle it was really hard for me to find a job and i that's something that i have heard from from a couple of friends and family that unless you know somebody you will get a job and it gets kind of hard so i'm not an expert not sure why how and all that good stuff but for the most part having a good source of income or just a stable job that can maintain your family um that to me is key because unless my family is good i don't sleep well so that's and again i am a single mother so i am the sole provider of my household i do make sure that my son is in a daycare that feels good that looks clean that is you know takes care of him and gracias a dios de que i have found that like being here in san antonio i have found that and now that my son is like two he's a whole toddler he talks he walks he does all these things like he loves daycare he has shown me through so many ways like he gets excited if i pull up driving he'll go yay or like like he gets excited he comes home talking about his friends or if i pick him up dude like if i pick him up he doesn't even care that i'm there he's just like oh like you're here for me already like he loves it there he has his teachers are so nice so compassionate they care for him he plays they do so many activities he yeah putting him in daycare was one of the greatest things for me but having him here in daycare in san antonio like this specific daycare he 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 loves it like it is literally like a second home for him he loves it um so like if i would go back again i would make sure that i would feel comfortable that i feel inspired i need to be in a place where i always constantly feel inspired feel like i can and that i should evolve um my environment sets the tone so i if i would go back without a doubt i would go back if my 
grandparents needed me because they do live there I would go without a doubt without hesitating if they needed me um but I would also try to also bring something back to the community with so much that I have learned and it is it is in my vision board so yeah um another question is a year from now where do you see yourself um a year from now so with COVID going on I I just hope that I am still healthy that my entire family my entire friends are still healthy that I still have a job that I'm still able to evolve and I think that's a main reason why I love having like my own business because I can do what I want with it I can evolve I can stop I can pace myself I can take a pause so on and so forth like I can do what I want with it um but a year from now i hope and pray that again all my friends and family are healthy are thriving that i am in a bigger space as far as like my living my living situation because i'm in an apartment obviously um i'm in a one bedroom because it's just me and my son and i will hope and pray like in my vision boards that i have like a bigger nicer apartment um that i have a home gym that is like in my vision board that i have a home gym and that that i that i can stay consistent that i that that is literally it that i can stay consistent with like the business with the podcast with everything um another question is do you feel like you can achieve more by being independent yes Yes, and I'm glad that Anna Jo asked this question. Shout out to Anna Jo. So, I do I was thinking this and I do feel like being alone, you are forced to like figure things out, you're forced to like think about it before you pick up the phone and call your parents to like resolve your issues. There's nothing wrong with that. I think that's a beautiful thing. I think that we all always need somebody and I hope that everybody knows that you always have that somebody that was that will pick up the phone and will help you through whatever situation you're going through but being on your own definitely like you realize so much like if your parents was the type to my mom would always cook for me so i had to realize like i got to cook and it's something that i don't necessarily enjoy that much because it just takes so much time to cook to prep to clean the dishes like it is something that i don't i i just don't have so much love for it don't get the ganas para but I'm, I mean, I trust me, I, I, I cook at least two or three times a week, but I cook in big bunches so that way we can have enough for like two or three days. So that way I'm not forced to have to be in the kitchen. But that is something that I like realized leaving my mom's house, like she would always cook for me and now I got to do it for myself. And now I like, it's just part of adulting, realizing that there is a lot of things that you can do on your own and that you should do on your own and that you can do on your own. But you're forced to realize like, wow, this person did this for me for so long. So, of course, it um, you definitely reach higher goals of being independent when you're on your own because you're you're forced to stop and think like, should I handle this on my own or should I call, you know, whoever, whoever to help me? Um, and there's a difference between like having physical help, emotional help. I know that I always, always have my sister on speed dial when I need emotional help and she is always there to help me for that so shout out to my sister Janelle um and even Jamie and my sister Kika like I always call them for anything and everything and even now moving to San Antonio so 
the reason why I moved to San Antonio was um, so I moved October of 2020 and I moved because me and Valentin had decided to separate um, as from being partners to being single parents and trying to find a way to co-parent and we both have family here in San Antonio we decided that we had support from our own family and from our own friends and we could also be we could also try this co-parenting thing so it was a place where we had support knowing that we were about to branch out from being you know a family to being a a single parents and we realized you know like Valentin had his sister here he has you know well mainly his sister here um and I had my best friend Kim and I had uh, you know thankfully fortunately I had the help from his sister like his sister is like a friend to me but um of course I had to respect that he that she is his sister so I had to give that space so that she can be there for him and but she was always there for me always there for me she's done a beautiful tia to Sebas um so I knew that I had friends and family here so did Valentin and we knew that we could establish like a healthy support system but also co-parent and try to figure that out so and it worked well for us we we so far like it here so um and I had another question do you trust in God's process and of course I do of course I do if you guys know anything about me um a little a little background I lost my sister when she was three and I lost my dad when I was 10 which was three years after that um so I was seven when I lost my sister and I was forced to trust God that that there was a higher purpose behind that. So every single day, to be completely honest with you guys, on like through that time of August 2015, I had started literally transforming my entire life. And I started, and if you guys are familiar, like that's when I first lost so much weight. Um, because I was so dedicated with changing my life and throughout those times which was like 2015 I had so many conversations with my dad and my sister because I didn't feel comfortable having conversations with quote-unquote God because I hadn't been like the type of person that was studying my religion that would constantly go to church so I, I just felt like I was no one or like I didn't have the privilege of having a conversation with God or, or asking for things from God because I wouldn't um, I wouldn't talk to him as often. So I just felt like I felt how can I say like like hypocrita like having having to ask for him when I don't constantly have conversations with him. So my spiritual journey definitely started with me having conversations with my sister and my dad and and allowing their voices which now i know that it's like the voices from god and of course i believe in god he there's so much that we can do in the physical when we are forced to realize like there we just have to let it go um and i think i recently told my sisters and my mom this but i don't think i'm religion religious i think i'm spiritual in the sense where every single day i am challenged with with or not challenged but i have the opportunity to strengthen my relationship with god so i'm i can't say i'm religious i just i all i can say is every day 
I strive to be a better person and to thank God for waking me up and then for and and then for every single thing that is available to me the people the resources the job the house the food you know like the circumstances everything and even when I'm faced with challenges like it's when I'm forced to have deeper conversations with God and then realize that these things will only challenge me to be a better person so definitely it's it's a thing where i need to consistently trust god am i can i i can't say that i'm always like completely full of trust but i am always forced with the realization that i need to like let things go because there's only so much that i can handle here in the physical world you know before i realize like i need to let this go i need to let the let things things go with god because only he knows and only he can pull me through this so definitely like since 2015 up to now i have i have established like a relationship with god thankfully and then it was all like me having to realize like this is not what i want anymore i'm trying to elevate i'm trying to move forward i'm trying to create a different picture bringing it into reality and a lot of it guys it i can definitely say that it's solitude like going and being by yourself and not being influenced and to be completely honest with you I'm the type of person that can be easily influenced and that's why I am very very conscious and careful about who is in my circle what I do so on and so forth because I need to make sure that these people have the right intention for me as I do for them and um and I need to make sure that these relationships that are around me are meaningful and are that I am adding as much value to these people as they add value to me. So again, I want to shout out Crystal for you know the the questions, keeping up and asking me about the podcast. Shout out to Joyce, Anna Joe. And again, you guys, wherever you're at right now, take a pause, take a moment to screenshot the podcast and tag me. Let me know where you're at, where you're from, where we met. Um, and so I can repost and share with you guys. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. This was, um, I thought it was going to be a longer, a longer podcast to be on, to be honest with you, but it was a good, uh, a good, good, like average time. Um, I had to update you guys on some stuff, definitely more episodes to come. I do have some guests. So if I reach out to you, don't be scared. This is a place where it's not about being perfect it's not about being understood it's about like sharing what makes you you so again this is only my experience and the people that i bring on are women that i truly admire that i appreciate that i love that i get inspired by so if anything i feel like you can add value to the audience to anybody listening so we can all build a community of like-minded women um because i feel like in even though we're completely different there's a lot of things that that bind us that bring us in together and that you know that we can relate in but um other than that i think that is about it you guys if you guys want me to do a q a you know, because I have a couple of people that are new to my platforms, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, wherever you found me at. Let me know that you, um, where you, again, let me know 
where you're at, where you live in. Are you from Laredo? Are you from Dallas, San Antonio? Let me know. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Can't wait for the next episode. I promise to be more consistent for you guys. And I hope you guys have a blessed night. Stay safe, stay healthy. And until the next one, you guys, bye.